Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey everyone, Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Yankees reporter Brian Hoke who is on the backfield down in Tampa at spring training checking out the uh, the action for the Yankees. And let's start right there, Brian. Um, obviously pitchers and catchers and players are there. Uh, what's the early vibe in Tampa? I think it's excitement. I think, uh, you know, you haven't seen a Yankee string quite like this in a, in a long time where so many young players are coming into camp and have legitimate chances to break camp with the team. So I think it's a, there's optimism, uh, there's excitement, and uh, you know Steinbrenner Field's undergoing renovations too as we speak. So uh, I, I think uh, there's a lot of new feeling around here. Um, you know, you don't have the the Alex Rodriguez and Derek Jeter's. You know that, that time has passed, and I, I think everybody's kind of looking forward to seeing what this next generation can do. We're finishing off our breakdown of the Yankees roster with the bullpen. Before we get into that, though, uh, the Yankees have made some moves. They named uh, Masahiro Tanaka officially the opening day starter. No surprise there. They also officially made the Chris Carter deal a thing. Now, I want to run this by you, Brian, because the Chris Carter's free agency this offseason is kind of fascinating. First of all, that he was even a free agent after hitting 41 home runs a year ago. But the Brewers didn't want to spend the money on him in their rebuild. So they uh, let him go, and then he's out there forever. And I look at the numbers that he puts up fairly consistently when he gets the opportunity. Is it crazy of me to think that Chris Carter is basically Chris Davis, but he just hasn't gotten the the attention? <laughs> well, you're the first person to make that uh, comparison to me. but I realize I'm going out there a little bit. But. Yeah, a little bit. But you know what? Hey, uh, spring training, it's a time for optimism. Uh, it, you know, I, I think if that were the case, the Yankees would be thrilled. Um, but, you know, at $3.5 million, it, it, it's really hard to turn down a guy who did hit 41 home runs. I know, uh, look, the, uh, the, he's going to strike out a lot. The defense isn't terrific. But uh, they, he's, he's an upgrade over Tyler Austin, I think. Uh, you know, they were going to come into camp thinking Greg Bird and Tyler Austin at first base as a lefty-right platoon. And uh, I think Carter provides some insurance for them if – Bird isn't completely healthy, ready for opening day. If uh, Austin isn't going to make the major league roster, if Matt Holiday has an injury problem the way he did last year, you know Carter can step in and DH for you. So I, I think he fills a lot of needs for the Yankees, but really it came down to the, the price. Uh, there was a certain amount that was left in the budget that they were willing to spend. Uh, they were actually looking more towards spending it on a relief pitcher, but you know, like like I said, it, it's hard to turn down a guy who tied for the NL lead in home runs last year. So. 
Uh, they'll bring Chris Carter into camp, and uh, if it works out, great. And if not, uh, you know, the, it doesn't really kill their budget going forward for this year. So if he winds up being a Chris Davis-type guy and it's that kind of thing that we're talking about in September, I think Brian Cashman will look like a genius. But for right now, it, it just kind of fills a need for them, and uh, they, they looked at it as money well spent. Yeah, and the reason I bring up that comparison is just it's looking at the simple numbers, obviously, but Chris Davis hit 221 last year. Chris Carter hit 222. Uh, Chris Davis actually struck out more than Chris Carter. He also walked a little bit more. Uh, uh, Davis, 38 home runs. Carter, 41 home runs. I mean, those those old school numbers are almost identical. I think Chris Davis is a little better around the bag at first base and there's other things. But it's just fascinating to me that Chris Carter was available for so long this offseason and had to settle for what he did coming off the year that he had because those power numbers have been given so much value, you thought, the last couple of years. But him and Mark Trumbo both kind of suffered a similar fate in the fact that the value just wasn't there of what they kind of thought it was. All right, let's get into the bullpen. Um, and, and obviously it's going to be a good one again for the Yankees. It's not maybe at that three-headed monster level of a year ago, but there's still three really strong guys, two of them the same, obviously. Aroldis Chapman will be the closer. He's back. How thrilled is he back to be back in pinstripes with a ring, Brian? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah, I, I think that this was the perfect scenario for him. You know, I, I remember the day that he walked out of the Yankees clubhouse. They they were in Houston, and he had just been traded to the Cubs. And uh, you kind of got the feeling that he might go help the Cubs win a World Series. But uh, I sensed that Chapman wanted to be in New York. He really enjoyed it. He appreciated. Look, he came to the Yankees at at a low point in his career. He was facing the suspension and. Uh, they, they embraced him. They worked with him. Uh, he served that suspension, came back, pitched pretty well for the Yankees. They, you look at the numbers, more than pretty well. Um, I, I think that he felt that this was home for him. Uh, the Marlins were one of the teams that looked to, into signing him, and, and that was uh, geographically home for him. He lives down in Miami. But this was where he wanted to be. I, I think he had found a home here, and uh, he felt comfortable. And, yeah, you look at that Yankee bullpen, and it's not – uh, no runs DMC anymore. I, I haven't come up with a cute moniker for them yet, but Tyler Clipper, Dylan Batances, Aroldis Chapman, that's a pretty good 7-8-9. If you have a lead going into the seventh inning, you, should, you still feel pretty good, pretty good about that. And how about Batances? Um, obviously, he's been lights out at times, and he's got the all-star appearances the last few years. There was a few times last year when he wasn't quite as, Maybe it's dominant, although I feel like that's not even fair to say with the strikeout rate that this guy has. But if he was forced to close, let's throw that out. Are the Yankees confident that he could be the closer? Say if, you know, Chapman got hurt, I hate to say something like that, but is there confidence that Batantis can close, or do they just think he's the eighth inning guy? Uh, if they think he could, uh, you know, he got a little taste of it at the end of last year, and the results really weren't there. Uh, I, I don't know if you want to look at that and say it was a matter of, pressure of the ninth inning or if it was maybe just fatigue because he did look fatigued late in the inning uh, late in the season and he's got a lot of innings on his uh his arm over the last three years but i i think they think he could do it but the fact that they were so adamant that they wanted to go out and sign chapman and, and did it so quickly and gave him the money they gave him i think that that spoke volumes to, to me as well as far as their confidence in batances and uh, i think that they've He's proven he can be a great setup man. He hasn't proven he can be a great closer yet, so why not go out and spend the money on a great closer? Absolutely. And then you have Tyler Clippard, who was so good with the Yankees in 2016. He wasn't as good before he came over when he was with the Diamondbacks. What what changed for him when he came over to the Yankees? Because you would think 
he was actually in a tougher spot pitching in the American League East. You would think, uh, but you no, know, he came over and pitched pretty well. It, uh, for some reason, sometimes the change of scenery just seems to kick in. I, I think that Clippard, he came up in the Yankee organization, so I'm sure there was some familiarity there. But uh, I think they were just in a situation where uh, the Yankees, they, there wasn't a whole lot riding on the season at that point. I think a lot of people had counted them out, and it took a backseat, obviously, to the Gary Sanchez show. And uh, But they were playing well above 500 ball. The, the bullpen synced together pretty well. All the guys that they, they brought in, Adam Warren, Tommy Lane, uh, these guys were picked up in midseason, plugged into the bullpen, and uh, they really helped keep the Yankees in it into the, the last week of December. So I, I think that – Clippard, he, he's gone to all-star games. Uh, he's got a good track record. I think that uh, you, you look at him and you say he's our seventh-inning guy. I think you should feel pretty good about that. You mentioned Adam Warren and Tommy Lane, and there's a whole bunch of other names that can factor in. Um, is this bullpen, are there spots available for, for guys to fight for, or is it pretty much kind of set on paper what it's going to look like? No, no, I think there's definitely competition. I think that uh, there's going to be spillover from the rotation part. Uh, you've got five and maybe more guys competing for the last two spots there so i think that warren could begin season in rotation he could be in the bullpen you could say the same thing about luis severino uh luis sessa chad green brian mitchell these guys could all probably do either one so i think that some of the guys who don't win the rotation battle are going to probably wind up in the bullpen and uh you know serve as a long reliever or maybe a multi-inning guy some of them are going to go down to triple a and start but uh they've got a lot of names they're excited about too i in camp, you've got Jonathan Holder and Johnny Barbado, who made the opening day roster a year ago. There's just there's going to be a lot of competition in this camp. James Caprillion could work his way into the mix. So uh, there, there are names that the Yankees are excited about. You know, Larry Rothschild was saying that this might be the best collection of young arms that he's had in his time as the Yankees pitching coach. So, you know, you always talk about the, the optimism and sunshine of spring training, but uh, the Yankees have it this year down here in Tampa, and uh, they think the future is very bright. Brian, you mentioned Luis Severino, and here's a guy that was obviously great two years ago, and you thought by this point he'd be kind of a fixture in that rotation. 2016 wasn't so good for Severino. Obviously, all kinds of struggles. He ended up back down in the minor leagues. Does there come a point here where the Yankees need to, to make a decision because he pitched out of the bullpen a little bit last year? Is this guy going to be a starter, or is he going to be a bullpen guy long term? And do they need to make up their minds on that soon? Uh, it could be, but, you know, let's remember Severino's very young, and I think that uh, he would be far from the first pitcher ever to come up and have some success, have some struggles, and then come back to try and figure it out. So he's made some adjustments, uh, went down to the Dominican Republic. He's trying to find his changeup. The Yankees told him, don't bulk up so much this offseason, work more on flexibility. Uh, he actually enlisted the help of Pedro Martinez, called him up, got a mutual friend, and, and they got together on uh, several occasions to work out together. And I think if I was a, a young right-hander looking to find a change-up, uh, Pedro would be one of the first people that I'd try to call, too. So I, I think that, look, if that rubs off, that, that's terrific for Severino. But I, it's there. I think it's there. He was uh, he had 11 starts at the end of 2015 and looked really, really good. I don't know what happened last year. Uh, he looked great out of the bullpen, so you know that he could do that if he had to. But starting pitching is so valuable. Uh, the Yankees are going to need some of these young kids to step up. And I, I think in Severino's case, uh, it's right there for him. He he can grab one of these spots. I, I would think he's got the inside track for one of them. Uh, if not, he'll go down to AAA. They won't start him in the bullpen. So uh, they, they do look at him as a starter. Uh, whether he begins the season in New York or in Scranton, that's up to him. But uh, he will be a starter to begin the season. Because we've certainly seen that he can do it at the major league level when he's right. All right, great stuff as always, Brian. This has been MLB.com Extras. 
our Yankees edition. For Brian Hoke, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.